Welcome to Let's Talk Sales. This is the podcast for anyone interested in growing sales. Today's episode of Let's Talk Sales is brought to you by our ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Sales Targeting How to Attract and Pursue the Right Leads for Your Business. Be sure to download a copy today. You can find it in the notes for today's show at criteriaforsuccess.com slash pod361. This is Elizabeth Frederick, and I am very excited to have a returning guest to the show today. We actually spoke to him almost exactly a year ago, so I'm looking forward to hearing kind of what he's seen change over the last year. He's the CEO of Green Leads LLC, which is a global provider of sales and marketing lead generation services. He has extensive experience in sales and marketing leadership roles, and he also works as a fractional C-level consultant. So he, he helps a lot of different businesses <laughs> improve in these areas. He's based just to my north in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to back to the show, Mike Farrell. Elizabeth, thank you very much. Great to be back. I'm so glad that you could come back to the show, and I really look forward to talking to you today. But before I jump in, I know we've got some new listeners since last year. So can you introduce yourself, make sure everybody uh, gets a sense of of who you are? Sure. I'm uh, Mike Farrell. I am the CEO of Green Leads uh, and based in the Boston area. Um, Been uh, doing this um, lead generation uh, marketing services agency work for the past 20 years. And prior to that, I was in the computer uh, industry and running sales and marketing teams. So um, all of our clients at Greenleads are, are technology firms. So it, uh, it's, a good, it's a good fit. Definitely. That, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I know when we spoke last time, we were talking a lot about intent leads. And if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, mm-hmm. you know, that's all mm-hmm. about... Yep people indicating intent to an interest and, and catching them at the right moment with the right message when, when they need it. Mm-hmm. And in talking to you again, when we spoke, I don't know, a few, a few weeks ago, as we were preparing for this, it sounds like you're noticing that AI copywriting is really kind of becoming a new trend and something that leaders are really invested in. And I know that's been a topic for a bit, but people have kind of moved toward it, pulled away, and they might have some concerns or, or some questions. So I'd really love to spend our conversation today honing in on why leaders might consider whether AI is a good fit for them in their lead gen efforts. Mm-hmm, um, sure. So broad, broad kind of statement question at the beginning, but I'd like to first just get into, for anybody who's not familiar, what's what's possible when it comes to um, copywriting and, and lead messaging using AI? Oh, it's good, good lead in question. So uh, I guess I'll start off with saying, you know, that uh, the use case that we have for, for that is really in our, our outbound SDR uh, appointment generation business. And, Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's how we we use it. So you know the the outbound motion. You know, as as I said, I've been doing this for a long time. It used to be strictly phone, uh, but it, it is more um, is in the last ten years. It has really scaled to have these email sequences, uh, and now there's additional there's additional channels to uh, to layer in there, like like you know LinkedIn and and 
using video and your email and so forth. But, um, you know, it's this multi-channel approach to communication in this, mm-hmm. in the outbound message is, is, you know, really ubiquitous at this point. Everyone's doing it in some way, shape or form, but we all get, have gotten, uh, been part of someone's email sequence. Right. And, you know, quite frankly, there's a lot of them that are terrible. Yes. And, and, and a lot of them are like, Oh, I cringe. Cause I would be embarrassed if that was coming from someone in my company. Um, you know, so, um, I, in, in, I wanted to, to get really good at this. Uh, so I, I was researching and, and found that there is AI out there uh, that is available to um, companies to really leverage the best practices, the learning that, you know, AI is all about machine learning and, and um, finding out what's, what's going to get the best response, the best open rates, the best views and best engagement. And, you know, we just can't keep, you know, can't analyze millions of email transactions um, uh, and, and, and have all that knowledge in our heads. Right. So that's uh, that's why using the, the these kind of technologies can really be uh, of huge assistance. Absolutely. I think that's something that it's it's just becoming more and more of a problem or concern. As we have more and more access to data, you know, when I look at emails I get, whether um, in my personal email inbox mm-hmm. where I'm hearing mm-hmm. from all the stores that I've ever bought anything from in the history of my life, um, or when I look at the emails I get in my work inbox, which is all kinds of business services, um, you know, trying to get my attention. As you said, there, there's just more of them than there ever have been before, and. So these organizations are clearly sending out more and there's information that's easier than ever to track about which emails are getting opened, which emails are getting read, um, which links get clicked in in an email and and all kinds of other insights. But as you said, that, that level of data is just overwhelming. And so certainly you could capture some big picture insights and give those to the team if you had people writing things manually, but they can't pivot very quickly. And and there's just so many different emails that they're going to send. What I've seen organizations do because of that is they have marketing emails, they have sequences set up, mm-hmm. but salespeople don't trust them and mm-hmm. don't like them. And so they will resist giving email addresses sometimes to the marketing organization so they can control and they're sending very carefully crafted, but not always carefully, um, you know, properly spelled and, and Mm -hmm. messaged Mm -hmm. emails that you didn't hire salespeople to necessarily be sending. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not, let's face it. Not everyone's a good writer. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's a good speller. Um, You know, there's certainly, I mean, I, I've had Grammarly or uh, on my, you know, computer for a while now, and it helps you correct uh, things that you need to correct. But um, yeah, there, there's there's so many, you know, things that that really need to be 
analyze, right? It's it's everything is become more data driven. Mm-hmm. So you got to what do the numbers tell us? What are, what's the open rate? What's the click throughs? What's the engagement rates? And and there are certain um, there's are certain things that that will get more of that engagement we all want from a prospect, right? So uh, I was at a the uh, AAISP conference a few weeks ago in Boston, and a really good talk from B2B Decision Labs uh, that said, you know, it takes it it takes between eight and fourteen touches, call, email, you know, social touch, um, you know, text message could be nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. A, um, a video outreach or even a direct mail, you know, a- anything that's a, a touch to a prospect, it takes eight to 14 to get the engagement. Mm-hmm. And, and to your point earlier, it, timing has to be right for the prospect for what your value prop is, right? So, um, but in any case, it, it takes, you know, so some of those touches are going to be in the form of email. There are quite, you know, quite a few of those touches. So, so yeah, yeah, if it's that much of your engagement is via email, you really need to make sure your, your copy is good. Right. Uh, and there's, there's all sorts of, they analyze, even this B2B decision labs analyzed all the, all this, uh, these outreaches and, and they came up with some interesting findings where, um, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, each individual salesperson or marketer wouldn't be able to know all this stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. it's you know, so there's so there's best practices out there, and, and you got to learn from the data. What's the data tell us? So, um, so I think that's what that's what AI and machine learning kind of brings to the table, um, you know, because it's otherwise it's all artistry, and not everyone's a good artist. Yeah, and art takes time and effort and. Um, you know, just thinking of the number of bodies you need to have in your marketing department to be to be doing that and hoping that everybody's having a good creative day and is mm-hmm. able to stay on top of all of the, the new insights that come in. You know, sometimes people take vacations, sometimes people have lives. Right, and, right, right. Uh, you know, the more you can automate, you're, you're also just bringing in these insights faster. Mm-hmm. And that's going to provide you with significant opportunity to implement. Um, and I would imagine, and I know we, we didn't even really talk about this before, but um, it, it would be a lot easier to do various A-B tests and evaluate and pivot more quickly if you've got an automated system doing it, as opposed to if you have um, people involved in having to make a lot of those decisions. Yeah, and it's... Um, I, again, I think it's, it's all about, it's all about what the data tells you and, um, having a platform to, you know, an AI platform that allows you to, um, analyze that, right. It's not a, you know, you're not throwing stuff into a spreadsheet and calculating it or, you know, <laughs> figuring it out on, on a piece of paper, you know? So it's, um, it, it really, that integration i mean all this all the sales technology that's been coming at uh the sales industry over the last 10 years is really astounding it's it's um and it's not stopping 
it's mm-hmm. uh, there, there's more and more of this sales technology that's um, that's coming to play. I mean, um, any of us in the sales and marketing world have seen the the market maps and Mar- the Martech, what the Martech industry is, you know, has exploded with all the different you know Martech solutions. Well, the sales tech stack is the Martech stack of started first in the in the 2000s and then in the really really about 2012 is when the really the sales uh technology stack started really to get going and expanding and um it's just it's just uh you know it's amazing what's what's out there now and how do you utilize it how do you uh, bring in you know bring it into your business and you can't do everything right so there's too many mm-hmm. platforms out there but it was important for us in our in our out outbound uh, SDR practice to uh, have good email copy. And, and to your point, I had the cho- choice between do I go hire a copywriter and do this full time because my my existing management staff is is uh, n- nobody was an expert in this in this discipline. Mm-hmm. So it was either go out and hire a copywriter or Oh, guess what? I just found a platform. <laughs> this, this, you know, this platform is not going to take any days off or need, need PTO, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and you know what? It, it's, it's going to be, it's scalable. It's more scalable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, so it's, um, it, it still needs work. It, 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 all of us as users of the platform, we still need to get in there and put some time into it. So it's not like a, it's not, you know, completely automated that we don't, we yeah. don't even, even look at everything, but, um, but it gives us, it gives us uh, 80, 90% of it. And then we have to tweak the other 10 or 20%. Mm. Well, and that's, that's just such a great point. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple of things there. First of all, just, you know, as you notice it, I mean, the scalability is such a huge benefit, but Um, The reason I always like to talk to you about marketing technologies is you're very accountable that these have to work because this is the service you're providing to your clients. And so if you explore a technology and it's not producing results, you're going to move on to something else. So, So I know every time I talk to you, you know, what it is that you're that you're implementing and and focusing on is either the the best thing of the moment or even the thing that everybody's going to be talking about in a you know in a few months or in a year um and so when it comes to getting one of these systems set up the two things that i've heard most frequently from leaders and i'm sure you might even hear other concerns or other kind of complaints is number one it must be super expensive and number two, it's going to be robotic and it's going to seem fake and artificial. So I'd like to kind of address those two concerns that people might have, because if you're just immediately dismissing this as an option, you might be kind of missing out on a wave that's going to be taking the whole industry by storm. So um, what about that that pricing and um, just how does, obviously you don't need to get into any specific numbers, but sure. um, when it comes to just cost of this solution, how does it match up with, um, with other costs or how does it compare to hiring a copywriter and um, engaging, you know, developing this content in a different way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for us, 
it it um you know i can't speak to every platform and, and so forth but for us in in the scale of that we have it was like adding another person okay you know it, you know from a cost standpoint it was like okay do i like it literally i could hire go hire somebody for this rate or i could go buy this platform um and again the platform uh, to me, was a no-brainer. It was. It was. Uh, it, it, I just think it's fantastic. And number and 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 B, it's scalable. Um, as, you know, so you know, as we acquire more clients and need to run more campaigns, it uh, you know, it's it's going to be uh, exponentially scalable. Um, so I, I think that the the important thing is is to Embrace, you know, you know, on the robotic side of thing, your question, it's like, look, you, you got to let the data, I mean, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to make any spelling errors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to have any grammatical errors. The, the platform we have is great because, you know, we're, we're going to be calling for multiple clients, right? We're, we're calling for, and sometimes we're calling into the IT people. Sometimes we're calling HR people. Sometimes we're calling finance people, depending on what the product messaging is for our clients right mm-hmm. so you can actually set the the tone of your email based on the persona you're targeting mm. so you can if you're t- you know so if you say oh we're targeting a finance person well the 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 ai is going to going to give you it's probably going to have some numbers in the cut co- in the copy right because finance people want to see data right if you're talking to uh an it person or an a, an HR person, it's going to use different words, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a different persona. You can set, you can set that if you as the seller uh, want to be humorous or serious or kind of middle of the road or, or you, so you can set your different, um, you know, different way to, to, to engage that person with different um, personalities, so to speak. Um, so it, it, in, you know, I, I think if, if you if if companies continue to let, especially companies that have a lot of BDRs, mm-hmm. SDR, SDRs, BDRs, companies that have a lot, if they don't have something like a system like this, it's like, do you even know what kind of, you know, on the downside, what kind of damage can be done to your brand if you mm-hmm. got someone out there, you know, you know, sending I mean, some of the, some of these emails that you get sequences are are um, you know, like you said, they're not maybe they're not well written or misspellings or whatnot, but some of them are offensive. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> um, so so uh, I, I think you, having having a, a system like this gives you uh, a leader who's responsible for the out all the outbound communication of the company uh, to, to make sure there's some controls or guardrails around it. Absolutely. So, um, you know, going back to the cost. So I would, when I hear that, I would assume if you're the kind of, if you're the size of organization where you have the scope that you might be considering hiring a copywriter, you might want to just directly look at one of these solutions. But if you're smaller than that, and you maybe were thinking about hiring a partner who would have a copywriter, you could consider that the partner's 
that you're that you're looking at, ask them about whether or not they're they're exploring this technology because um, they're going to be. I would imagine bear, you know, it'll be bundled into their price, but it's mm-hmm. it's a technology that hopefully the the service providers that people are looking at um, will be able to add this. I I love that you really. I love that it, the systems are able to actually adjust by persona because there's so much insight that can be captured about who it is that you're talking to and built into a profile. Now it's easier than it ever has been before. And at an individual level, if you have five prospects, you can very easily customize, you know, and write the perfect email for all five of them. If you have 500 prospects, 5,000 prospects, it's just not possible. And so you end up going with just kind of, you know, efficiencies of scale and one size fits all. And, you know, let's throw some numbers in there for the finance people and throw some fuzzy wuzzy language in there for the HR people. And you end up with an email sequence that's just kind of a mess and doesn't serve anybody really well. Or you identify really, really big buckets and you're just like, customer type A, customer type B, and you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to do that. Whereas systems like this, I would imagine um, the more sophisticated they get can, can really get specific to what it is that prospect might be interested in. And, um, and that's really, in terms of just providing an experience that the buyer cares about, that's so important. I, I get emails over and over and over again about things like real estate. Mm-hmm. We're a remote office. I am not interested <laughs> in real estate. I have never clicked a single link in these emails. I have unsubscribed from quite a few of them. And mm-hmm. I still continue to get emails about real estate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get emails about staffing. And staffing is just not a need of ours right now and hasn't been for a very, very long time. And you just, you get these emails and they're just not relevant. And right. I would right. imagine something about just when you have, um, when you've got that automation, you've got that that data analysis that's possible, you're going to hopefully be able to kind of disqualify people quicker and, and do a better job of figuring out um, where are we wasting energy? Where are we wasting focus? Yeah, and that's... if it's a computer doing it, it, it doesn't matter as much. But still, you know, it's just helpful to have that that level of insight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that goes back to, that goes back to, you know, your what's your ICP right what's mm-hmm. your target and 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 there's so many people that it, it all starts there in, in any kind of prospecting if you don't have a if you don't if you're if you're off target you're you're gonna get subpar results right and yep. and um and there's so many you know as you as you point out there's so many companies that um don't put enough effort into defining their ICP number one, and then, you know, make sure the list that you do curate is, you know, is the right type of company, um, the right type of account and in the right, you know, that meets the right criteria, right? Cause it's, it just, it's just, it's, it's still, still a lot of people fail in that very first step. Absolutely. Of, it's, of the out of the outbound uh, motion, you know. So it's 
Yeah, yeah, kind of spray and pray. Just, you know, the message goes out to everybody. And we hope that maybe some of the right people are in that audience. And it- But again, it's a, it's your brand, right? Yeah. You're going, it's your brand. So you're doing damage to your brand yes. if, you, if you're if you're way off target. Uh, and, and even if you're, if you're, and then if you are on target with your, the right ICP and the right personas, damn, you better have good email copy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, cause that's your, that's your, that's your target. You're going to pollute, pollute your, uh, your, your fishing hole. If you, if you, uh, um, go out there with bad, bad copy and you know, it's how many times that I've, I've gotten that, you know, emails to say, Hey dude, <laughs> or Hey, Hey, it's like, it just hit the delete button. They don't even get, you know, it's like, don't yeah. talk to me that way. I don't even know who you are, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'm not your college roommate. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Tone is, is so incredibly important. And, um, you know, just to, to kind of beat this into the ground, but the, the, the less, insight you have into who these ideal prospects are, the less you're then able to customize the your message to meet their needs, mm-hmm. then you're wasting a lot of cycles reaching out to prospects who are not a good fit. And you're also, even though the prospects who are a good fit, they're not going to be getting a message that's really the right message for them. They're going to be getting a slightly more generic one that's that's not a great fit. Yeah, and as we talked about last time, you know, our, we incorporate an a uh, an intent. The, the intent is is machine learning or a another version mm-hmm. of it. So, um, we incorporate those uh, those type of uh, the, the intent leads, or we all also have a whole content syndication business. So we can we can you know you know someone that downloads a piece of content is that's an intent lead as well. Mm -hmm. So, so we, we incorporate those two other lead sources with our outbound appointment generation, uh, solution. So we really have, you know, we can build a cold list for sure. Based on your Mm -hmm. ICP, we can build a cold list, but wouldn't it be, isn't it better to have these other warmer lists where you have some level of uh, you, you know, that this prospect has some level of interest that there's, they may, we don't know exactly where they are in the buyer's journey, but they're kind of somewhere in that buyer's journey. They can be very early in the buyer's journey or they can be later, but you're going to get better engagement when you're with your out, with your outreaches by phone or email or, or other, or other methods. Absolutely. Um, you know, even just that difference between cold and not warm necessarily, but vaguely interested (laughs) is huge. And when you have, when you're able to distinguish and you're able to message appropriately to those, you know, that's the difference between, hey, this person is in a business in New York City, maybe they're interested in New York City uh, real estate, and somebody is searching for information about New York City real estate, and I'm going to reach out to them. And you know, it's a different, it should be a different message to both of those. And you, you'll likely have a different sequence and different evaluations of how much effort should be put in, um, kind of whether, whether they're an intent lead or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, on, on the uh, copywriting, I would, going back to that, I just don't want to make mm-hmm. one point for those people that, that are, uh, 
hesitant about it or think it's too robotic. Uh, there's still there's still an opportunity to personalize, mm. you know. Um, so that's important, you know, to to be able to personalize an email. Um, Absolutely. So it doesn't mean that it's you know, it doesn't mean like it number a it's not a robot the way a robot would speak it's not written that way but it's it's uh um it will give the 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 seller or the sdr uh an opportunity to to do some personalization um because that is important absolutely you know even just little bits of if you actually have met this person or um you know to what we were talking about before maybe you have an oddball sense of humor and it works for you and you want to add some some special custom little jokes, so long as they're not offensive or weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I would imagine, um, you know, we've, we've talked about this a bit, but this is not just we we sign up, we buy a service and we plug it in somewhere and it goes. What's the kind of process for getting one of these systems set up so that you actually get the good results? I would imagine that some parts of it are going to be around, you know, like identifying those ICPs. Um, but uh, what what's kind of that setup at a high level? Uh, well, it's it's um, it's really a workflow and uh, a deep training exercise that you have to kind of go through. Um, so our client managers are responsible for uh, launching a client campaign and and making sure you know we we do an intake with the client, we get their mess you know their messaging and so forth, and then we we put it into a, a uh, a pitch format and uh, you basically have to do the same thing f- for your email sequence and in mm-hmm. your, and, e- and before I forget this, the, the email sequence is not a one and done, right? You got to revisit it, you know, every, thir- every 30 days, you know, 60 days, because if a sequence runs for, you know, a month or two months, you, you, then you got to refresh it afterwards, you know, um, and do it again. So, so it's a, it's a, it's another, it's another, uh, tool in the tool belt of the client managers. Um, so we, we really had to, uh, go deep with them and, and do, uh, some hands-on, you know, weekly for about a month, mm-hmm. or maybe a little, little over a month, probably about six weeks. I had a weekly meeting and we would, uh, take turns, you know, mm-hmm. um, going, you know, using the platform and, and going into, uh, setting up a sequence for one of our clients and, uh, just kind of critiquing and, and, um, sharing, sharing ideas and thoughts with each other. And, and you, you know, cause you have, a, you have an opportunity to edit things. If you don't like the subject line, you, you can hear it, hit the rephrase and it will give you a, you know, a different one. Uh, things like that. So, um, so like I said, it, you, you get about 80% of it and then you, you, you'll customize the other 20%. Um, so, but it, you know, again, it, and it, one of the, one of the things it's, it's important with any kind of persuasion, right? You got to talk about the customer. You got to talk about them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just keep talking about yourself. Absolutely. So it, so it, it, it you know, it, it will tell you on the, the right-hand side, it will say, what's your, what's your IU ratio, mm-hmm. right? How often are you using I versus you, you know? So, 
And you know, so it may, it forces you to really talk about them uh, and versus yourself. So it's just, so it's, it's, um, it's a, a good education, you know, it kind of reinforces some of the things we already know, but also some, some other, you know, things that you, uh, you may not have known. Um, it kind of guides you through that. So, but it, it's, a, it's a, a really immersion process. So, cause it is a new tool that you got to have to really, um, you know, it's human nature to, 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 um, just keep doing what you're doing. And, and, uh, when something it's, it's a little bit of a lift, it's not a, it's not a heavy lift, but it, it does, it does take a uh, time to get people comfortable with using it. And then, you know, after you, after about a, you know, a month, it's, uh, it becomes like a, um, a really required, required tool that you, you, you want to use all the time. Absolutely. Just when you said, you know, the idea of, Hey, I don't like that subject line and you can just refresh it. That's a whole lot easier than sitting there and brainstorming and trying to think of what do I want to replace that subject line to be. And right, so right. it's really easy to say, I don't like something. It's a whole lot harder to say, here's what I like better. But if you oh. see some options, you can be like, Oh yeah, that's a good one. Hey, we've all, we've, all, we've all sat down to write and you get a, you get writer's block. Yeah. You know, you know, um, yeah. and, you, and, and the thing, the nice thing about it, 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 it's a platform that we, again, we're using for our outbound SDR business, but you can use it in your, you can connect the Chrome extension and you can use it right to your, uh, your own email. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. doing, you know, writing personal emails and uh, help you help you with copywriting. Oh, that is that is an intriguing thought. Yeah, you, you right. want yeah you want you know you 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 want to sound uh, you want to sound professional and, and you know if you're uh, sound like Hemingway that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Definitely. All right, I've I've so loved learning more about this, and I'm sure our listeners are um, really thinking about how this might be a good fit for them. Uh, one thing I know you are always keeping an eye on. And we will probably have you back at some point to talk about the next thing that you're working on is, um, you know, what, what are some trends that are coming up that, that you're seeing might be even more important in the future? Are there any key trends you see as the future of lead gen? Oh, gosh, uh, lead gen is never ending, right? Everyone, mm-hmm. you know, as long as there's uh, salespeople, there's going to be lead gen because, uh, you gotta, you gotta keep filling the funnel. Um, I tell you, there's, there's a lot of, you know, this, this B2B decision labs talk was, was uh, great. I got a lot out of it. And, uh, but one of the interesting things is, is uh, for those sellers out there, you, you probably know this, but there's from your own experience, but the uh, right now, the, the phrase they, they said is buyer reachability is, is, is at an all time low. Mm. So it's, it's could be frustrating for sellers, BDRs, SDRs, um, in their outbound, um, motion, because if you're, if you're only using the phone or you're only using email or you're only using social, um, it's getting harder, but m- mixing in all those, is is a best practice um but there's i'm 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 doing a lot of testing now with with um 
with dialing software um, mm -hmm. to to try to find um, what's the next next best thing. And you know, in um, you know, you, I think in a B two B world, you got to be careful with text messaging. Mm -hmm. um, I th think we we've all have uh, probably getting inundated with text, you know, cold text messages now that are just totally off the mark, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think in a B2B world, that's, you got to be careful there, but there is, there is a, a, an appropriate use of text messaging in B2B um, that, especially for someone that's already opted into some kind of conversation with yeah. you. So, um, yeah. so, so that's, that's something we have to get more, um, you know, getting more into our, our, our sequence, our, 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 um, tool belt. And, um, you know, there's, and all these, all these different engagement platforms have different functionality like that. So, um, mm -hmm. so looking at, you know, but just looking for other ways to, to uh, improve that connect rate, how you can connect with a with a with a um, a prospect, and again, I think we're trying to bring in we're trying to bring in this all this AI, this machine learning, so you can really find who are the you know depending, depending on what a company selling will depend on how much, you know, what percentage of the universe out there is, is, is kind of in the buyer's journey. Um, but if you can identify who those people are um, through AI, right, then you're going to have a better, you're going to have better engagement. You know, you're going to have someone being more responsive to your emails um, mm -hmm. or your, or your phone outreach. And, and certainly get a get a more conversion rates into uh, from from conversation to to an appointment to ultimately a pipeline opportunity. Absolutely, I, I love how you're just consistently focused on that, and whether it's finding a way to do something we've been doing better, or to do something entirely new. You know, this is this is how you stay in business. This is how you're able to deliver for your clients. So it's something that you're really you're really committed to, and you're always exploring. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I do it myself, and I have uh, one of the people on my staff is 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 kind of charged with innovation. You know, how mm -hmm. can we how can we how can we keep? And because there's like I said before, there's so much new sales tech coming out and marketing tech coming out. It's just, it's, it's uh, yeah, it, it's, it's astounding, you know, and some of it's not going to last, right. Some of it's going to be, you know, um, but some of it is um, some, you know, and you got to really figure out which, where you're going to put your investment of time and money that's going to move the needle for you. Absolutely. All right. A question I always like to ask our guests is, do you have any resources that you would recommend to our listeners? These can be, um, you know, content you've produced or just um, anything that, that you find is helpful for you and sources that you look to for insight. Uh, yeah, well, I quoted um, the this AAISP organization I 
mm-hmm. been affiliated with for probably uh, 10 years now. And, um, and now uh, they're, they're uh, affiliated with B2B Decision Labs. So they're, they're really good information, you know, organization for the outbound selling world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, they're definitely a, a good resource. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, there's lots on in the, you know, B2B, uh, marketing exchange, uh, that's a sales and marketing organization. They're, they're good. They have a couple shows, but there's any, there's so many places out there to, to, uh, if you're, if you're curious and, and constantly looking for, um, ways to improve, I think that's, uh, you know, there's, you know, 10 bound is a great SDR focused organization that, uh, you know, I'm f- friendly with David, it's the founder. Um, so there's, there's lots of, uh, lots of opportunities out there and there's in, there's a lot of practitioners out there too, that are, you know, in, a, in the world of consulting for, you know, for outbound selling up, you know, outbound marketing, uh, that are, that are, uh, always, always helpful. I always like to bounce, bounce things off of Lori page at the, at the bridge group mm-hmm. as well. Cause she's got uh, a lot of, you know, hands-on client experience. So, and in that whole, the whole group within the AISP is, is a great group to bounce things off of. So it's a, that's a good organization. Wonderful. Well, um, thanks again so much for taking the time to talk to me today, Mike. I'm sure that we've got a lot of listeners who are interested in finding out more about you and your work. Where's the best place for them to find you? Sure. I'm, uh, I can be reached at mike.farrell at greenleads.com. So you can shoot me an email. Uh, you can find me on the website um, and on LinkedIn. So happy to happy to have a conversation. And don't start that email with, hey, dude, is what I've (laughs) learned today. (laughs) All right. Thank you again so, so much for speaking with me today, Mike. I've really appreciated it. All right, Elizabeth. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into the show today. You can find the notes and resources for everything we've been talking about today at criteriaforsuccess.com slash pod 361. As a reminder, if you subscribe to the show, you get every new episode as soon as it's posted. You can subscribe for free wherever it is that you're listening. If you enjoyed the show, the best way that you can help us out is to share it with a friend. That will you know, help new listeners discover it, and it really, um, it really helps us to reach more people. We love your feedback. You can leave us ratings and reviews in your platform of choice, or email us if you've got feedback questions, or guest suggestions, you can email us at podcast at criteriaforsuccess.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at CFS Playbook and the blog at criteriaforsuccess.com slash insights. Let's Talk Sales is a production of Criteria for Success and is produced by Ryland Sylvester. Happy selling!